is Inauguration Day. The change in our federal government as far as the administration is concerned. And we'll keep our breath, hold our breath. Hopefully it'll come off without uh, some kind of a, a riot or eruption. Not only in Washington, but at state capitals around the country. And keep our fingers crossed that we can live up to what we are so proud of. Orderly transition of government. In the meantime... We've got a lot to talk about, including a longtime Wisconsin government official that uh, we lost in the last few days, and lots of other chores as we do them this morning here on Wax. I'm Bob. And I'm Scott, and I'll tell you what, this morning I walked out in the farmyard, four degrees here on the ridge, and that snow we got yesterday, that light snow, kind of dry. It's beautiful out there under the yard light with some uh, diamonds flashing around on the snow, it looks like. And you hear that January groan under the snow when you walk outside this morning. Wow. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, people don't appreciate the four seasons in many parts of the world. And boy, I'll tell you, this is, this is lovely. So I'm, uh, I'm enjoying this January, that's for sure. But it is going to get cold. The coldest spot I saw this morning are the major reporting spots. Now, I know there will be other places down in the holes and the hollows, but I saw Cumberland was six below earlier. They're now warmed all the way up to four below. Rhinelander is five below, so that's the coldest spot around the area. We're five right now. We'll talk about our weather in a moment. But uh, you and I lost uh, probably one of the favorite people in state government we got a chance to cover during our careers. I, I agree. That's Bobby Gronimus from down at Whitehall. Uh, I mentioned yesterday to someone that uh, over coffee, I'll tell you what, uh, she, she just told it like it was. And if anybody ever cared about farming and agriculture, you might not agree with her, you know, politically or something like that or be in the same party. But you always heard her heart coming out when she talked about farming, let me tell you. And remember the issue that was she was just like a dog with a bone on over the years? Oh, yeah, and that's egg lending, let me tell you. Well, you, egg lending, but the other one was stray voltage. And stray voltage, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. She, she'd go to the mat for stray voltage. You know, everybody wanted yeah. to blame farmers. It's not farmers' problem. It's these power coming. She was, uh, you asked her a question, you got an answer. <laughs> yeah, she didn't sometimes beat it didn't even have to be spoken. No, that's uh, for sure. Bobby but. had this way of a little head nod or a little frown or a look out of the corner of her eye and, yeah. Yeah, uh, and uh, her her relationship with Governor Tommy Thompson, uh, kind of historic. One was a Democrat, one was a Republican, but I was talking to Bill Cross, her longtime assistant <laughs> down in Madison yesterday, and people would say, how did you do it? You're a Democrat. We got a Republican legislature, Republican governor. She said, Tommy and I knew how to talk, and we kick a We got her done. And, and, how many, uh, how they, many times would you wish to be an ant on the oh wall boy, when they talk, with those two yeah, talking? They'd go after each other, and then all of a sudden one of them would say, okay, now what are we going to do to fix it? So they got her done. Barbara Gronowitz, we'll talk more about her. All right, we'll uh, let you get some news together. We'll talk to you at the top of the hour. Absolutely. There goes Scott. Hey, let's take a look at some weather this morning, shall we? And it's all brought to you by Marquardt Motors. The Marquardt Motors Service Department opens 7 to 5.30 Monday through Friday, even on Saturdays for all your vehicle needs, including your 5,000-mile scheduled maintenance visit with complimentary tire rotation 
and vehicle inspection. Schedule your visit at MarquardtMotors.com. Cloudy and breezy today. High is going to get into the low 30s, but it probably won't feel like that with the breeze blowing. Down to 25 overnight. Partly sunny tomorrow with a high in the low 30s. And Friday, it'll be a lot of sunshine, but not much for temperature. Only about 15. And then about Saturday morning at chore time, it'll be about 3 below. 20 on Saturday with a chance of snow. Partly sunny on Sunday. And 24 right now. We're at 5 above. Here we got more farm news to take a look at. About a minute after 5, this is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get some news. NBC News Radio, I'm Dean Mucho. President Trump issuing a last-minute flurry of pardons and commutations, more than 140 in all. The list includes former top strategist Steve Bannon, accused of swindling Trump supporters in a border wall construction scheme. Also on the list are rappers Lil Wayne and Kodak Black, pardoned for weapon charges. And former Detroit Mayor Kwame Kilpatrick serving a nearly three-decade sentence for corruption charges. Vice President Mike Pence and the top Republican leaders in Congress will not be attending President Trump's big send-off event at Joint Base Andrews. NBC's Kristen Welker tells us what the vice president's office is saying about why he won't be on hand. It's not possible logistically, since Pence, unlike the president, is going to President-elect Biden's inauguration. The top two Republicans in Congress, Senator Mitch McConnell and Congressman Kevin McCarthy, will also not attend the Trump event. Only around 2,000 people are expected to attend the inauguration of President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. COVID-19 and strict security following the January 6th Capitol riot have led to the inaugural committee asking people to just stay away. The typical parties and balls that followed the inauguration have all been canceled. President Trump is reportedly considering starting a new political party. The Wall Street Journal says he's talked about creating the Patriot Party with his associates. The news isn't good when it comes to potential loss of life from the coronavirus. The University of Washington predicts the country is still on an upward trajectory with its current model projecting more than 566,000 deaths by May 1st. A rapid vaccine rollout would help ease that, but only by about 13,000. The biggest impact would be a universal mask mandate, with that saving 30,000 lives. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. I think TV ratings will be pretty good today, starting this morning as President Trump leaves Washington. President-elect Biden is sworn in, I don't know, maybe lead to a little day drinking, huh? We've got some news. We've got some more news later on. And we've got markets. We've got weather. It's a busy day here at Wax. Looking for a new career opportunity in the world of manufacturing? Phillips Medicize has full-time employment opportunities for entry-level manufacturing operators in Medford, Wisconsin. We have immediate openings on second, third, and 12-hour shifts in our temperature-controlled work environment. Make up to $18.04 an hour with shift premiums. We also have openings for skilled technicians on multiple shifts. At Phillips Medicize, our focus is the safety and well-being of our team. Join us today and apply online at phillipsmedicize.com. That's phillipsmedicize.com. Stomatic of Western Wisconsin has a message about water and the damage it can do. Do you have water in your basement? Did your toilet overflow flooding your home? Did your water heater explode or spring a leak? I'm Denny Backstrom of Stematic of Western Wisconsin. If you come home to unexpected water in your home, call us at Stematic to stop the damage. Did you turn on your outside spigot to wash your car only to find water in your basement hours later? 
Did your dishwasher or washing machine overflow, flooding your kitchen? If you come home to unexpected water in your home, call us at Stomatic of Western Wisconsin, 715-834-8822. Our team can dry your home and put it back together so you can get back to life. Stomatic of Western Wisconsin has been drying the Chippewa Valley for more than 28 years. Stomatic of Western Wisconsin. Call them today. Call 715-834-8822. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And as we take a look at our weather, not bad again today for Inauguration Day. It'll be cloudy and breezy. High is going to get into the old low, possibly mid-30s, but it won't feel like that with the breezes blowing out there. But 34 or so is going to be the high today. Tonight down to 25, 32 tomorrow, partly sunny. Friday we should get a lot of sun, but it's going to be cold, only about 15. And then Friday night into Saturday morning by chore time at the shank of the day, it'll be below zero in most areas. And then on Saturday it will warm up to about 20 with a chance of snow. And on Sunday, partly sunny and about 24. Right now, as we said, Rhineland at the cold spot, minus 5. Medford's at minus 3, 0 in Rice Lake this morning. Got the sneezies all of a sudden here and not even doing any day drinking yet. All right, Medford minus 3, Wausau at 2, Marshfield at 1, La Crosse at 6, Green Bay at 9, 8, or excuse me, in the Madison Sun Prairie area, it's 8 degrees above zero. And Milwaukee, I read my own writing, Milwaukee's at 13, and here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area right now, it's 5 above. We'll get to the low 30s today. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Focus on Energy has many energy savings and incentive programs for farmers to use. Among them is the Focus on Energy Best Practices Guidebook. Focus on Energy Agricultural Energy Advisor Jessica Milsna explains. Best Practices Guidebook has been around for the past few years, but we did update it this past year, and it is now ready to go on the website. So that's now available. And this is going to have, as you said, best practices for different types of farms, dairy, livestock, greenhouse, crop farms, not only those equipment upgrades, but also those maintenance practices and no-cost, low-cost things that you can do to save energy and money. You can find that at focusonenergy.com slash guidebooks. For more information about Focus on energy agricultural incentive programs or to find your focus on energy energy advisor visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness or call 888-623-2146 keeping it rural wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report and let's get to those markets brought to you by rural mutual insurance and scott's cash livestock numbers if you would Fed beef steers are at 97 to 105 with a mixed 85 to 96. Fed beef heifers 97 to 105 with mixed 85 to 96. Fed Holstein steers 88 to 94 and a half with select and choice 60 to 87. 
Cows 42 to 45, with the top selling 47 to 69. Bulls are at 65 to 81. Hogs on the hog side, butcher hogs are at 35 and down. Sows 27 to 30, and boars 10 and down. New crop market lambs are at 155 to 230. Old crop lambs 122 to 158, and feeder lambs 175. Two three zero five. All right, get some farm news together, and we'll catch up with you here in a few minutes. All right. There goes Mr. Scott. Let's take a look at the rest of our markets, which reopened following uh, Martin Luther King Day, which uh, was too bad because it didn't do all that well. Now, the livestock futures at the Merck weren't too bad. February live cattle closed 113.32. That was up 55. April at 119.35, up $1.15. June at 116.72, up 45. August cattle one sixteen eighty seven that was uh, down fifteen feeder cattle the March contract one thirty six eighty up ninety seven April at one thirty nine sixty up a dollar thirty May at one forty one ninety seven up a dollar seventy two and August feeder cattle one forty nine oh seven that was up a dollar fifty seven lean hog carcass contracts were lower February closed sixty six forty seven down a dollar forty five. April at seventy one forty two down a dollar twenty two. May at seventy six seventy seven down eighty two. June at uh, eighty three dollars even. That was down a dollar thirty seven on the board of trade. Yesterday, big day down and overnight also down. Rains in South America pushing these prices lower. Overnight, March corn down twelve cents, sitting at five fourteen a bushel this morning. Oats down a fraction at three sixty one. March wheat down fourteen at six fifty eight. March soybeans down thirty one at thirteen fifty four. Soybean meal down eleven dollars a ton at four hundred thirty nine dollars and fifty cents on that March contract. Dairy markets uh, they weren't much better. Barrel cheese down a cent and a quarter at one fifty six. Blocks down three at a dollar eighty. Butter, the only upside, up 11.5, trading at 140.5. Uh, January class three down 116.22. February down the limit at 18.48. March down 43 at 18.61. April down 33 at 18.22. May down 29 at 17.75 as prices were lower through December. And uh, that's what it looks like as far as the markets brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. A lot of companies will tell you that they're experts when it comes to your financial and insurance needs. But yet, so much of their business doesn't involve agriculture. Ag Country Farm Credit Services is not one of those businesses. We're a company for farmers, owned by farmers. So the next time you're in the market for a farm loan or crop insurance policy, contact Ag Country Farm Credit Services, where the business of agriculture lives here. Okay, dads, it's time to do the cabbage patch, the running man, or something more contemporary, the floss. That's right. Dance like a dad with your kids. Learn more at fatherhood.gov. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Marketing your grain. How do you do it? Well, we're going to find out how the experts do it. Mike Rash is with us, and Mike is a grain merchandiser, commodity broker with Provision Partners Cooperative. And, Mike, before we get into the nuts and bolts of it, just looking at the calendar, today is Inauguration Day. You've been in this business for a long time. What usually happens to the markets on Inauguration Day? What have we got to look forward to today? Well, typically on Inauguration Day, you know, probably everybody's positive. 
new president coming in. Um, you know, this year may be a little bit different. So, see what the overnight show is. And, you know, the markets have been really rallying pretty good here. So, I mean, we're kind of due for a little pullback. Pull back a little bit here once in a while. So, Well, let's talk about uh, what you do with Provision Partners as we start our day. How do you stay in contact or get in contact with co-op members? So every morning I kind of go through, look at what's happening in rainfall in, you know, South America, you know, Brazil, Argentina's big players right now. See if they're getting rain. I mean, they've been fairly dry. So I kind of look at the weather maps, see what's happening overnight in, in China. So I kind of put all that together, put a news or email out to all my producers, um, send that out here first thing in the morning, kind of get everybody up to speed, what's going on. So send that out. And then I kind of start making phone calls. I got a lot of hedging customers. Provision Partners also is a CHS branch office. So if you want to do your own hedging, um, I can take care of that for you. So start calling customers, and we kind of discuss markets and how much grain we got marketed. Mike, how much staff have you got to help you with that? You mentioned it's a C your C work with CHS. But you have other folks at the co-op that are grain merchandisers, too, or are you the uh, one-man show? I'm I pretty well. It's Kelly and myself at uh, Provision Partners here. So Kelly takes care of a lot of the buying and stuff. I do a lot of most of the merchandising and stuff for the co-op. This last crop report that we had kind of shook the uh, timbers a little bit. Have we kind of oh, yeah. <laughs> grasped, grasped the numbers and the market's got this under control of the smaller bean and uh, soybean crop and the smaller ending stocks? I think so. I think we got priced in. Uh, what surprised me, though, by summer, beans are going to be a little bit tighter. You know, we have any kind of weather scares this summer. You know, we could definitely get into the $15 range on beans. Right now, corn, I mean, we have a huge... Um, adjustment on the corn yield from last year, down 3.8 bushels per acre. That was a big, the biggest surprise probably to the market. So that really shot corn up. You know, we were up rock limit up last Tuesday. I'm telling my most of my producers that we should probably have two thirds of our old crop sold right now. Best price we've seen in four or five years. You know, maybe leave the top third or another third open for the summer. Um, just in case we do have, you know, drought conditions, any kind of weather scares that really would take this market up just with the tight ending supplies. They really could be volatile here this summer. Um, and then start pricing new crop. My recommendation right now is to have one thirty new crop price. These are good prices just in case this thing turns. You know, last Friday's COP report showed corn specs are record long, 435,000 contracts. That's huge. Uh, last time they were record long was mid-2019, and all of a sudden start having two reports, you know, remember the 19, and all of a sudden we're back down. We went from 470 corn to 355 in a little over a month, so so just when they're that long, just kind of be careful. Markets do hey. change, no question about that, so stay on top yeah, of that's it. that's right. And Mike can help you. Mike's over there at Provision Partners, a grain merchandiser. If you got questions, give Mike a call at 715-650-7926. Mike Rosh, 
Grain Merchandiser okay. with Provision Partners Cooperative. Yeah, Mike's uh, got it in. He's watching it out and watching those numbers as they went down because of rain in Brazil and Argentina yesterday. So keep an eye on those markets. They do change, as we saw yesterday. All right, we've got some other farm news to get to, and we're going to do that as we uh, thank the folks at Chile Implement. Brought to you by Chile Implement in Chile. For that professional landscaping appearance every time, depend on Land Pride, the leader in landscape and agri-maintenance equipment. Chili Implement in Chile, Wisconsin, is your local authorized Land Pride dealer. From grapples, rotary cutters, and tillers to cedars, rakes, and blades, you'll find that no landscaping task is too tough for Land Pride. Discuss the complete line of Land Pride products with the folks at Chili Implement. Ten miles west of Marshfield. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 17 and a half after 5. 5 degrees outside. Uh, we're then a few degrees all over the area. Let's get some of our farm news courtesy of Chili Implement and Chili. Scott, what's going on? Well, as we said earlier, Wisconsin agriculture has lost a true friend and advocate. Former 91st District State Representative Barb Gronimus has passed away at the age of 89. Granima served in the state legislature for 26 years and was the first woman to even ever chair the Assembly Agriculture Committee. Throughout her career, she fought for rural issues and was especially noted for her work on the stray voltage issue in the state. Her funeral will be Friday morning at 10.30 a.m. in the Whitehall Catholic Church. Well, as of noon today, Sonny Perdue will step aside as of as the U.S. Agriculture Secretary. Last week at the American Farm Bureau Federation's virtual annual convention, Perdue gave his farewell address. He said it has been a, quote, true honor to serve American agriculture for the past four years, and he added that he hoped he lived up to his goal of leaving the USDA in better shape than when he started it with it back in 2017. At that annual meeting last week, Farm Bureau members set their policies for next year. The organization's main priorities will focus on taxes, trade, transportation, and COVID-19 relief. Delegates also emphasize the need for more transparency in pricing for the livestock industry. One major issue everybody in agriculture will be keeping an eye on as the Biden administration takes the reins of government today, is the waters of the USA rule. So far, there have been very few comments about how the Biden administration will look at that rule that the Trump administration proposed after they got rid of the, of the rule from the Obama administration. Observers say it could take 18 to 36 months before the new administration decides how to change the Clean Water Act regulations. And one of the things we will be watching, but uh, they've got to get inaugurated first, and that'll happen later on today following Mr. Trump's exit from the nation's capital. All right, sir, we'll uh, talk to you and get more farm news and other news coming up. I look forward to it. There he goes. That's Scott, and we do have more news. COVID vaccines, what's the status of that as uh, we take a look at uh, rural Wisconsin and agriculture? When are we going to get vaccinated? 
Winter's a great time to tackle projects. Let Blaine's Farm and Fleet get those projects done faster with our wide assortment of products. We carry everything from nuts and bolts to tools and tires and all kinds of feed and bedding. Right now, Hillman Grade 2 Hex Nuts, Bolts, and Washers, just $179 a pound. Keep your flock happy with NatureWise Feed. Choose from 40-pound bags of Hardy Hen and Feather Fixer or 50-pound bags of Country Feeds Egg Producer Feed, now $2 off. And stock up on 25-pound bags of NutriStart Kid Non-Medicated Milk Replacer and 25-pound bags of Advanced Lamb Non-Medicated Milk Replacer. Your choice, just $39.99. Save 10% on select tractor parts and tune-up kits. Select Stanley Tractor Replacement Mufflers and Rain Caps, Apache Hydraulic Hose Assemblies, Dado Roller Chains, and Delavan Hydraulic Cylinders. And mark your calendars for Chick Days coming soon. Go to farmandfleet.com for all the details. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Marketing your grain. How do you do it? Well, we're going to find out how the experts do it. One of the questions I get asked the most, when are we going to get vaccinated? Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. In most people's minds, this COVID pandemic has gone on long enough. Let's get through it. And uh, I have to admit, I don't know the answer to that question about the vaccine request, when it's going to happen. Pam, you got an answer? I don't think anybody does, Bob. Fabulous farm bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. But I'll tell you, those questions precipitated some action by over 15 of our Wisconsin agriculture organizations, commodity groups, associations. You know, what about farmers? What about farm workers? What about those food uh, assembly folks? Uh, You know, if you stop and think about the disruption that happened in the marketplace in early 2020 with this pandemic, you would think that government officials would get the hint that agriculture is pretty doggone important. Well, that's not the case. The latest phase 1B rollout of the COVID vaccine uh, absolutely overlooked all of agriculture, and that inspired a letter. I talked about it with Tamas Houlihan, executive director of the Wisconsin Potato and Vegetable Growers on Uh, exactly what that letter is designed to do and why they believe that Wisconsin agriculture, our farm workers, our farmers, and our food processing group has to be at the top of the list when it comes to Phase 1B. Well, we knew that the vaccine vaccine distribution was going to be happening um, very soon. And so we had been pushing to have food and ag workers included in in these vaccination distribution plans back in November, December. But it was just recently that the State Disaster Medical Advisory Committee um, made some, you know, recommendations, I think they are at this point, as far as who gets the vaccines and in what priority. And so they're, they're taking comments now on their recommendations and we were very troubled by the recommendation that they made that would exclude food and ag workers from phase 1b of the COVID-19 vaccine allocation and so we're happy that they're taking comments and we are going to encourage our farmers to submit comments as have a bunch of the agricultural organizations in the state Uh, we signed on to a a very um, forceful letter saying that, you know, food and and ag workers are critical to providing and maintaining the food supply that not only our state but the entire country and countries beyond rely upon. And so administering the vaccine is essential to our workforce 
and it's essential for these industries to continue feeding American families. You know, it's kind of a it's it's a tricky situation because obviously everybody believes that they are valuable, that they are critical. But one would have thought after all of the market disruption we witnessed earlier this year that uh, the Department of Health Services would have found farmers and those frontline workers far more critical than apparently they have. Right. I mean, our industry has worked really hard to protect our workers and make sure that they're safe while keeping our food supply chain operational and uninterrupted throughout the pandemic. And farm and food production workers have a documented increased risk of acquiring infection because of their increased exposure to COVID-19. They have an increased risk of transmitting the disease to others because they work in close proximity to each other. And in some agricultural settings, they live together in communal housing and they travel to work using shared transportation. And so the demographics of our workforce it highlights that a significant percentage of the population has a limited ability to miss work. You know, they can't work from home when they're working in a potato packing shed or a, or a potato processing facility. And so they have a greater risk of financial hardship if they do miss work. Do you have any concerns, Tamas, as we move forward on this, uh, trying to reach rural Wisconsin with an effective COVID vaccine protocol rollout could be quite challenging. Are you hearing uh, commodity groups, farm associations, anybody talking about the logistics if farmers and frontline workers make it to the top of the phase 1B list? You know, that's a really good point and one that we haven't had a lot of discussion on. Um, Right now we're more concerned with just making sure we're eligible to get these vaccines. I mean, I'm confident we can figure out the logistics and make sure we get it to our our farm workers. But the way it looks right now, we're not prioritized, and those farm workers are at risk. And so our top concern right now is is letting this committee that worked on on the vaccine distribution know how important it is for our workers to at least be eligible for the vaccine. But that is a good point. Um, You know, if they change their course and if we are eligible, we'll have to work hard on on making it accessible and and helping with the distribution. So let me ask you how we can be most effective getting that message to Department of Health Services and to the the state group that's overseeing the uh, COVID protocol. What kinds of messages do you encourage farmers, agribusiness owners Uh, butchers, meat processors, anybody that's connected with the food industry, what kind of points do you think they need to continue to stress, Tamas, to make sure we're getting a consistent message to that board? Well, the big thing is just that we, we believe food production and agricultural workers are critical to providing and maintaining the food supply that, that everyone relies upon and that administering the vaccine is essential to this workforce. Um, and they, they need to send letters or shoot emails to Secretary-designee Andrea Palm at the Department of Health Services. Um, there's a specific email, and I don't know if you want me to read it off to you, but um, that maybe we should. It's dhssdmac at dhs.wisconsin.gov. And we can express our concerns over their initial recommendations and say, you know what, we really need the vaccines for our food production and agricultural workers. Now, I know that they're closing the conversations per se on uh, the 19th. 
Have you been led to believe that they're still going to be listening to the plea of farmers and agribusinesses beyond that, no matter what happens with the Phase 1B? Well, we think so. And and we do know that it's a very tight deadline to make our points heard. Um, we're telling all our growers, all our farmers to contact um, the, the Department of Health Services by Monday just to make sure that they have this before, you know, they can come out and, and make their actual plans. And so, yeah, I think they will listen to us. I mean, we have a long list of agricultural organizations that signed on to the letter that I referred to earlier. I mean, everyone from the Dairy Business Association to, you know, the, the cheese makers and the pork producers and the Soybean Association, and I'm, of course, with the potato and vegetable growers, but the cranberry growers, the farmers union, all these agricultural groups that are so important in our state um, are saying, hey, we've, you know, we already had issues with labor. I mean, finding good labor is one of our number one issues in good times. But, you know, in the middle of a pandemic, we've got to make sure we have a workforce or it could jeopardize the food supply. And again, that's Thomas Houlihan with the Wisconsin Potato and Vegetable Growers about that vaccine request for rural Wisconsin. You got to eat. I guess that's the bottom line. And you got to keep people healthy that are supplying that food. Hey, we're going to talk markets. We'll go to Premier Livestock with Rocky next. Farm Show 2021 is coming to the Marshfield Mall. Save the dates, Wednesday, February 17th, Thursday, February 18th. Both days of the event are from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Mass and social distancing are recommended and preferred. They'll also have extra space set between booths to allow easier social distancing options. Food, fun, and prices, including a wheel of fortune to spin and win with some participating vendors. A big thanks to some of the sponsors. See Hafer Refrigeration, Vine West North Incorporated, and Clark Electric. Farm Show at the Marshfield Mall, February 17th, 18th. See you there. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 5.30 in the morning. Let's get over and talk to Rocky over at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. Good morning, Rocky. Good morning. Well, we got uh, more nice weather. Not too bad out there. It's been a January unlike any other, hasn't it? I guess. Like I said, hopefully this uh, little cold snap kills some bugs and some germs, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like a COVID germ. But yep. uh, I don't know if that'll happen. Hey, what's been going on over at Premier this week? Uh, thank you, Bob. Good morning, everyone. This uh, yesterday's special feeder cattle auction shaped up here at Premier Livestock. We sold 637 head of feeder cattle. Market was steady, but buyers are uh, definitely very selective on the quality, wanting them better cattle. Uh, the vaccinations and the weaning programs are very important. Beef feeders. 400 pounds and under sold from 120 to 160. Your four to 600 pounders 110 to 157. Your six to 900 pounders from a buck to a buck 44. Uh, Holstein steers sold mostly from 85 to a dollar 10. Bread beef cows on a light test mostly 700 to 1150. Uh, next special feeder cattle auction will be Tuesday, February 2nd. Today, Wednesday, hay auction at 9.30, very large hay auction. Then we have our special dairy cattle auction today, 11 o'clock a.m. If you're looking for it, we likely have it. Uh, we have uh, over 400 head of dairy cattle today at the barn. Here's some of our advanced consignments. Uh, 85 uh, registered Jersey cows, complete dispersal, including springing heifers. Uh, Going to have a 60-pound average, 5'2 butterfat, 142 cell count. If you're in that A2A2 deal, 46 of them are A2A2 tested. 
Uh, they're going to be parlor freestall. Uh, we're going to have a complete organic herd dispersal. The entire herd is springing. Uh, it's going to include springing cows, heifers, Holsteins, Dutch belts, Fleckbees, and Swiss. Uh, we have over 100 organic cows and heifers, several uh, fresh and springing Procross. Uh, we have a full load of Holstein Reputation tie stall cows milking 90 to 125 pounds. We have over 75 Holstein springing heifers, including a fancy semi-load of springing heifers, uh, 40 of them coming out of South Dakota. Uh, all this info with a full catalog on our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com or give us a call with any questions, 715-229-2500. That's all shaped up, Bob. And if you need some dairy cattle, come on over today. Yeah, it sounds like you're going to have a big bunch. Well, we'll find out tomorrow morning how they sold. All right. Sounds great. Thanks. There he goes. That's Rocky over at Premier Livestock in the Withy country. And we'll check in. Tucker Antico's in the weather room this morning. We'll see what he's got to say next. Stematic of Western Wisconsin has a message about water and the damage it can do. Do you have water in your basement? Did your toilet overflow flooding your home? Did your water heater explode or spring a leak? I'm Denny Backstrom of Stematic of Western Wisconsin. If you come home to unexpected water in your home, call us at Stematic to stop the damage. Did you turn on your outside spigot to wash your car only to find water in your basement hours later? Did your dishwasher or washing machine overflow flooding your kitchen? If you come home to unexpected water in your home, call us at Stematic of Western Wisconsin, 715-834-8822. Our team can dry your home and put it back together so you can get back to life. Stematic of Western Wisconsin has been drying the Chippewa Valley for more than 28 years. Stematic of Western Wisconsin. Call them today. Call 715-834-8822. Eau Claire Memorial Crematory. Family owned and operated since 1982. Farmers understand return on investment. They understand the power and the value of the sun. Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. This is just another opportunity for them to look for that power and that value. It's a business decision. Everything that farmers do and don't do on their land and their with their property is money. <laughs> so one of the things that I heard one farmer say, it's a crop that I am yielding. <laughs> uh, instead of harvesting corn on this little section, he's harvesting sunlight to make electricity. You should reach out to us, and we will come out there for a very specialized, specific quote for you to look at your farm. We can put solar anywhere. We can put it on a barn. We can put it on the ground. We can put it on a hill. (laughs) So we can put it anywhere that makes sense to you and your farm and your situation. And then once we design that, even powering your whole farm, you can harvest enough sunlight to have a $0 energy bill. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com to start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, for the next couple of days, it's not going to be too bad, but I think uh, when you get up Saturday morning, it might be kind of cool. Let's check our weather, courtesy of Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Tucker Antico is over in the weather room at Skywarn 13 this morning. Good morning, Tucker. Good morning. How's it going? Well, it's going well so far. As Saturday morning, it looks like it. Uh, you might want to bundle up a little bit. It's shoulder-hunching weather for the first time in a long time. Yeah, you're right. That, that could be our first uh, below-zero day we've had since, uh, well, this is our second of the year. How's that? <laughs> yeah, man, oh, man. But uh, in the meantime, today, still not too bad. 
No, today we're getting lucky. Uh, you know, temperatures are starting off around average, which is in the mid-single digits, and we haven't had to worry about that for the most part this year. But we're going to find our way up into the lower 30s uh, later in the day, actually. However, I would be prepared for it to feel like it's in the lower 20s because it's going to be a windier day. But still, uh, low 30s, not bad for this time of year, no matter how you look at it. And tomorrow, we'll do it again, getting to the low 30s, although I would be prepared for it to be cooling down in the afternoon because a cold front is going to come through. And that's going to bring in that colder air we were just talking about. Friday and Saturday, high temperatures should stay in the teens. And Saturday morning, right now, guys, our coldest low temperature of the year is two below. We have a good chance to beat that, but not by much. So do be prepared to bundle up Saturday morning. Otherwise, a chance for some light snow Saturday night and into Sunday. Doesn't look like anything significant. And then uh, next week, actually, we should get back up to about average in the mid-20s. It's currently 4 degrees in Eau Claire. I'm Skyward 13 meteorologist Tucker Antico. Where's the coldest spot you saw this morning? I saw Rhinelander about 5 below. Anything colder than that? Uh, Rhinelanders, yeah, I think Rhinelander is the coldest spot. You know, actually, we're one of the coldest spots in the U.S. right now, so i, mm-hmm. I got to look and see uh, if, if we're uh, up there in Wisconsin for literally the coldest place. Well, it's only right. We're Wisconsin, and it's January. You're very right about that. (laughs) The the ice fishermen with music to their ears. Oh, yeah, you Uh, know it. (laughs) Thanks, Tucker. Yep. Tucker Antico over at Skywarn 13 this morning as we look at our weather this morning. Brought to you by Christensen Sales. Auction schedules online at ChristensenSales.com. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales in Abbotsford. And right now, Christensen Sales has a great employment opportunity. Ken also owns a few dairy farms and is looking for a good herdsman to run a 75-cow registered dairy operation. Excellent working conditions with modern buildings, competitive pay, and a good support staff. If you're interested, call Ken at Christensen Sales in Abbotsford at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And besides our farm news, we've got other news to take a look at. A big day today. Scott, what's going on? Well, one of the two men accused of a double murder in Russ County is trying a mental illness defense. Joseph Falk was in court yesterday and changed his plea from not guilty or to not guilty by mental disease or defect. The judge in the case ordered an, eva- an evaluation of and Falk, Adam Rasolowski, and an unnamed 16-year-old are charged in the killing of Rasolowski's grandparents in June. Wisconsin's coronavirus vaccine count is adding up. The state's Department of Health Services yesterday said but more than 40,000 people in the state have been fully vaccinated. In all, doctors and nurses have given more than 248,000 doses. Wisconsin has been sent 473,000 doses and has been promised more than 300,000 more. They call it gavel and go. Wisconsin's lawmakers yesterday spent less than a half hour dealing with Governor Evers' ordered special session on unemployment compensation. The governor called lawmakers to Madison to approve $5 million to begin the process of replacing the outdated computers at the State Department of Workforce Development. The governor blames those computers for the backlog that had hundreds of thousands of people in the state waiting for weeks to get their unemployment benefits. The 115th Fighter Wing will be conducting evening trainings flights 
tonight yet and tomorrow night, the Wisconsin Air National Guard said crews will be flying F-16 planes and practicing takeoffs and landings at Truax Field. The training sessions will last until 10 p.m. tonight through Thursday. The Guard said pilots will follow flight plans intended to minimize noise. And today is Inauguration Day, and an 8-year-old Belleville girl will be featured during today's presidential inauguration. Morgan Marsh McClone used an online lemonade stand to raise more than $50,000 for a Fitchburg pay-for-what-you-can restaurant. Marsh McClone will speak on a pre-recorded video featured among five other everyday Americans. $50,000, Bob, with an online lemonade stand. Good for her. I'm going to get to work this morning. Well, good for her. Creativity among uh, Americans and the little kids, they... They're sincere. They're, they're the, their oh. hearts are on their sleeves. So congratulations to her, and that's, that is great. So uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully everything goes off well today. All right, sir, Absolutely. we'll uh, check with you later on. Thanks for the update. All right. There goes Scott this morning, and we uh, do have markets to get to. But, uh, again, if you missed it earlier, one of our lead stories in agriculture, we lost a real friend and advocate for agriculture uh, I believe it was uh, last, over the weekend, former 91st District State Representative Barbara Gronham has passed away at the age of 89. It was not COVID-related. I know people will be wondering that. They, I asked that specific question. They said, no, it was not COVID-related. But uh, Bobby Gronham has served the state legislature for 26 years from the 91st District, was the first woman to ever chair the Assembly Agriculture Committee, and again, her funeral will be Friday. The funeral itself about 10.30 at uh, the Catholic Church uh, in Whitehall. I believe that's St. John's Catholic Church in Whitehall. Funeral Mass will start at about 10.30 on Friday for Barbie Gronimus. Bobby Gronimus is going to miss her. She was always fun to talk to. Bozo, what are you doing here at the Trempolo County Fair? <laughs> you always knew who that was. All right, we've got 18 minutes before 6, and we've got markets. Premier Livestock and Auctions at Withy will have a special dairy cattle auction at 11 a.m. January 20th. Color breed and certified organic dairy cattle featuring Jersey, Swiss, Ayrshire, Guernsey, Lineback, Swedish Reds, Milking Short Horns, Pro Cross, and all dairy crosses. The sale features a complete herd dispersal of registered Jersey dairy cows from the Ryan Gartman Farm at Random Lake, a semi-load of high-quality springing heifers from Shelling Dairy in South Dakota, a complete herd dispersal of dairy cows certified organic from the James Gilligan Farm in Trempolo County, and a dozen certified organic Holstein dairy cows from Grant County. You can bid at the sale barn or online at CattleUSA.com. Contact Premier Livestock and Auctions at 715-229-2500 or visit Premier Livestock stockandauctions.com Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And before we get to Mark, one correction with uh, State Representative Bobby Gronimus uh, be at the Trumpelow County Fair. She didn't say Bozo. She could pronounce my name right. She said Bozo. Good to see you at the fair. But uh, she was always, uh, always there to answer questions and 
and give you an answer, not just to spew out something that uh, you put on tape. So you had a question to ask, she's the one that would answer it for you. All right, let's get to the market, see what happened at Sale Barns yesterday over to the Equity Owl Tuna Barn. And Jim Lindsay has all the numbers we need. Choice beef steers and heifers, 90 to a dollar. Hyaline choice and prime Holstein steers, 90 to 95 with a top of 96. Choice Holstein steers, 82 to 90. Select underfinished heavyweight steers and heifers, 82 and down. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers, 88 to 95. Top 20% of the cow cows sold from 50 to 58 with a top of 62. 60% of the cows sold from 36 to 50. Bottom 20% of the cows sold from 36 and down. Cull bulls sold from 60 to 75 with a top of 82. Thin, full horn, and bulls weighing over a ton all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 30 to $115 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $30 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from 50 to $210 per head. Just a quick reminder, our next special feeder sale is this Friday at January 22nd at noon. If you'd like to consign any cattle to our upcoming sale or would like an on-farm visit, feel free to call the market at 715 715- Eight three five three one zero four. Early consignments are always appreciated. This meant Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. I'm sure when you're listening to the radio or podcast, you've asked the question, is that ad really helping out that business? Is that post on the internet really drawing more traffic? Now, I can sit here and give you many different examples and reasons why partnering with Midwest Family Eau Claire can help you and your business. But let's go to the source. Let's hear success stories local businesses have experienced by partnering with Midwest Family Eau Claire. This is Sean from Tilden Gun. Tilden Gun is a local small business in the Chippewa Valley, and they have been partnering with Midwest Family for over a year now. Well, by the number of the new customers who have personally told me they they hear my ads i know it really works it's brought in many new clients for us pretty happy about that and at midwest family eau claire we work with you to achieve your goals i think you guys are a great team to work with and you really set my mind at ease with the whole thing i really like the personal touch that you do with my commercials we want to help you achieve your goals we want to be on your team. Give us a call today at 715-832-1530. And let's build something special together. If you are involved in youth or high school sports, you need to know about Positive Coaching Alliance. PCA is a national nonprofit organization developing better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. For more information, visit positivecoach.org. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And let's get more markets from the equity barns over to Stratford we go at uh, about uh, 14 minutes before 6 o'clock. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry. What, are you going to watch the inauguration today? Well, good morning to you, Bob. Uh, Probably not. I've got some other stuff on the schedule for today, so uh, probably not, like you said, maybe reruns or whatever, but we'll see. And... uh, well, we finally can talk on a January morning where we're sort of got true January temperatures to yeah, above. Yeah, there are some places that are below zero, uh, Medford, Rhinelander, Cumberland, places like that. But uh, it uh, feels a little more like January. But still not a problem getting cattle to the sale barn, that's for sure. Hey, how about nope. uh, how about the markets? It's uh, Wednesday already. What have you been doing this week? All right, Bob, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. A summary from uh, yesterday, Tuesday, here at Equity Stratford. On the dairy sale yesterday, the better quality springing Holstein heifers selling mostly from 13 and a quarter to 14.50. Open heifers yesterday, lighter weight open heifers uh, selling by the pound mostly from 85 to a dollar a pound. Uh, heavier open heifers mostly from 78 to 97 per pound. 
On the hay auction from yesterday, a lot of hay in straw at the sale yesterday. Uh, large square, uh, large square grass mix uh, bales yesterday, fifty to fifty-five per bale. Large squares of second and third crop, mostly from sixty to sixty-five per bale. Uh, rye straw yesterday, that was at thirty-five dollars a bale for those large squares. Uh, round bales uh, yesterday, mostly from forty to forty-five per bale, and small squares of. Uh, a lot of small squares of hay bales yesterday. Good quality hay from three to four fifty per bale. Uh, small squares of straw selling from one fifty to three dollars a bale. So now we're getting to the market sale yesterday. Uh, cows a steady trend yesterday. Uh, regular market cows, your higher yielding cows yesterday sale selling from fifty three to sixty. Most of the cows in yesterday's auction, your average cows are selling from forty to fifty two. Lighter cow, lighter weight cows, thin carcass cows below forty. On the bull trade this week, your better quality bulls are selling from 73 to 83, lighter bulls 70 and down. Fat cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers from 82 to 94, select cattle, underfinished cattle, 80 and back. Holstein bull calves selling mostly from 50 to 120, heifer calves from 20 to 50, beef calves very strong, especially on Monday, and they were selling from 150 to 300. Monday's top on those black calves was at 3.50. As Bob mentioned, we are at Wednesday already here in Stratford on Wednesday. We start at 10 o'clock here with the market sale. Market cows this morning, fat cattle and also bulls. Sheep, hog, and goats also uh, this morning, baby calves. Noontime, around noontime, we get started with the feeder cattle auction, and we do have uh, some of the consignments today do include. We have some uh, very nice started Holstein bull calves, so if you folks are looking for uh, something there like that, these calves are going to weigh around 150. Uh, we also have a consignment of some good quality feeding heifers. So if you folks want to feed some heifers, finish them out. Uh, we'll, those will be part of the consignments today, also as regular with the Holstein and feeders cattle. As per usual, again, feeder sale at noon. So again, uh, all this information on our website, Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page. And don't forget, our Thursday sale tomorrow starts at 11. So, Bob, that's what we have uh, this morning. It's going to supposedly get up, what, in the round into the 20s with a very strong wind, I guess. Yeah, we huh? should get in the low 30s, breezy and uh, mostly cloudy. But, uh, yeah, it won't feel like 34 or 35. It'll feel cooler than that. But uh, Saturday morning, we'll be below zero. So, uh, like a lot of people are up north already this morning. But more of us are going to feel it then. Hey, you have a good day. We'll talk to you in the morning. Sounds good, Bob, and I thank you. There you go. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Barn. You have some experience as a mechanic or service technician, and you're ready for more. Tractor Central is ready to invest in you. John Deere's Accelerated Technician Training Program expands on your knowledge with industry-leading training in a shorter period of time. Through a combination of web-based and instructor-led courses, you'll graduate in months, not years, while working full-time as a technician at Tractor Central. Ready to learn more? Check out current openings at TractorCentral.com and click on Careers. It's a John Deere day. Let's get more markets from the sale barns over to uh, Zombrota Central Livestock. Here's Pat Mikla. In the cattle division, we've got choice and prime beef steers at ninety-seven to a dollar five. Mixed grading steers eighty-five to ninety-six. Beef heifers up to ninety-seven to a dollar five, and mixed grading heifers from eighty-five to ninety-six. The choice and prime Holstein steers bring in eighty-eight to ninety-four fifty. Select and choice sixty to eighty-seven. Market cows ranging mostly at 42 to 45. High-yielding cows, they're topping 47 to 69. And market bulls ranging mostly from 65 to 81. At the feeder cattle sale in Zombroda, we had beef steers and bulls, 350 to 600 pounds, bringing up to 145, with the 6 to 800 pounds at 97. 
We had some beef heifer calves, 350 to 600 pounds, bringing up to $1.1750. 800 to 1,000 pound weights from 75 to 80. And the Holstein feeder steers, 2 to 400 pounds from 60 to 85. 4 to 600 pounds brought 60 to $1.08. And we had some 6 to 800 pound Holsteins from 60 to 85.50. We had some bread beef cows and heifers in for the sale. They were bringing $860 per head. Next special feeder cattle sale at the Zambroda Market coming up this Thursday, January 21st. And looking at the hog division in Albany, market hogs are at 35. Lightweight sows, 27 to 28. Heavyweight sows, 28 to 30. With all weight boars at 10. Health and happiness for your family, your farm, and your cows are probably on your mind these days. Let Starblends feed your cows like they're their own. And the best way to ensure these ladies are taken care of is to evaluate what they're eating. And now is the perfect time to review your feeding plans. Starblends nutritionists will make sure your cows are getting the best feed possible because at Starblends, they feed your animals like they are their own. Call 608-269-1515 today for your free consultation or go to Starblends.com. That's Starblends. Let's take a look at the rest of our markets, courtesy of the folks at Synergy Cooperative. Board of Trade this morning is lower after a down day yesterday. March corn sitting at 514 a bushel. The oats at 361. March wheat down 14 overnight at 658. March soybeans down 31, 1354. Soybean meal for March down $11 a ton. $439.50. Country elevator prices at uh, Wheat and Grain, Chippewa Falls Wheat and Location, Cash Corn Today, four sixty two. Soybeans twelve ninety five. Connorsville four fifty seven and twelve eighty eight. At Dummer's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia, corn at those elevators. 472 today with the soybeans at 1336. On our DTN screen at Golden Plump, corn is 466. Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek, 462 with the beans at 1284. Osseo is 466 on the corn, beans at 1284. Elk Mound, 461 on the corn, 1293 on the soybeans. Corn caches at Sparta at 465 today, beans at 1290. Ellsworth, corn 454, soybeans 1284. At the ethanol plants, corn at Boysville, 464, Stanley, 461, New Richmond Grain Facility, 460. Barrel cheese traded a cent and a quarter lower yesterday, $1.56. Blocks down three at $1.80. Butter up 11.5 cents to one forty and a half. Class three lower January, down one at 1622. February down the 75 cent limit at 1848. March down 43 at 1861. April down 33 at 1822. And May was down 29. At 1775. Synergy Cooperative, customer owned, community minded. Synergy's customers enjoy a wide variety of services from C stores with tire and automotive service, agricultural services including feed delivery or pickup at feed mills, to energy with propane delivery directly to you. Synergy Cooperative's customers receive superior customer service. Synergy Cooperative also strives for a strong and loyal presence in the communities they serve in Northwest Wisconsin. Customer owned, community minded. That's Synergy Cooperative, here to serve you. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And a quick update of our weather brought to you by Markwart Motors. The Markwart Motors Service Department is open 7 to 5.30 Monday through Friday, Saturday 8 to 3 for all your vehicle needs, including your 5,000-mile scheduled maintenance visit with complimentary tire rotation and vehicle inspection. 
Schedule a visit, markwartmotors.com. Well, today a breezy and cloudy day. It'll get into the low 30s, but it won't feel like it with that wind blowing. Tonight down to 25, up to 32 tomorrow with partial sun. Then it's going to cool off. Friday, sunny, but it's only going to be about 15. And uh, pretty much all of our listening areas should be or probably will be below zero. Not drastically, but below zero for Saturday morning chores. And then on Saturday, there's a chance of snow high about 20. Right now, four above in the Eau Claire area. So enjoy your inauguration day. Wax 104.5.